Oh, I know we're on the record, but has requested not to be mentioned. In, in just this episode or ever? At least just this episode, but it seemed like friends. Well, first of all, it's not a podcast, so if she comes up, she comes up. Second of all, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in your day. I want to thank you for making me a part of it. And welcome to Rob Takes On, where the hashtag is silent. I'm your host, Hey It's Me Rob, on Twitter, and it's a great day for a great day. If you wake up every morning saying, it's a great day for a great day, then yeah, it's gonna be a great day to have a great day, and you have that great attitude going into the day, so why not have yourselves a day? I often have found that I am most susceptible to bad days when I wake up in the morning and tell myself that it's going to be a bad day. Even on days I know that there are gonna be tough things ahead, if I tell myself it's a great day to have a good day, or a great day, or an awesome day, then that's the right foot that I need to start my day on. And that's why I always say, it's a great day for a great day. And this week has been full of great days as I have finally had a roommate back in town. My roommate has been gone in San Diego for the past two months for work and he is finally back in town. So I've had the pleasure of seeing somebody in my apartment every day. It has kind of spooked me a little bit, turning the corner or getting home or walking into the apartment, whatever you want to say. And seeing somebody else there like, ah, mm, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Forgetting that he also pays rent. But it has been nice to have somebody around. That's why I wanted a roommate in the first place. Because living by myself for the past two months has not necessarily been ideal. Now, this kind of leads me into the Rob Takes On of the week. Which is something I do every week. And I have found as an adult that I'm very bad at it. And it's grocery shopping. So this week's Rob Takes On of the Week is grocery shopping. I've done quite a bit of it since I moved into Norfolk. And not once have I done so successfully. And you'd say, okay, Rob, how do you grocery shop unsuccessfully? You don't make a list. That's what you do, first and foremost. Second, you go hungry. Never go to the grocery store hungry. I've learned that that has been the biggest financial blunder of my young adult career is that when you go to the grocery store hungry, you spend so much more money than you ever thought you even had. Credit card debt is cool, guys. It's cool. It's hip. It's the thing right now. Um, speaking of which, podcasting is not free. If you'd like to help me support this podcasting endeavor, you can go to Rob Takes On dot weebly.com and that'll take you to the link to anchor fm slash rob takes on where you can support this podcast with a monthly subscription thank you to those of you who are already subscribed to the podcast and if you want me to get a hundred percent of that subscription you can always venmo me at rj smithers i believe is my venmo so you can send me venmo if you want to i'll take all cash uh being an adult is hard though and I was hoping this podcasting game would be a little bit cheaper than it has been. But that's okay. I'm committed to it. I'm actually really enjoying it. So that's fine. But if you would like to support me, by all means, my wallet is open. Back to grocery shopping, though. I'm really bad at it. And a couple of the reasons I'm really bad at it is that because I'm such a social creature um, and because I'm such an extrovert, I have this need to talk. And so I found myself talking audibly to nobody when I'm in the grocery store most frequently. Well, I'll do it when I'm at home. I talk to myself 
and I'll do it when I'm at work. I'll talk to myself, but nobody really notices. It's really bad when I get in the grocery store. I have a tendency now to actually call people on the phone so that I actually have someone to talk to while I'm grocery shopping because otherwise I will continue to talk with nobody on the other end listening. I say the weirdest things in the grocery store. I make jokes to myself, which leads me to laugh at my jokes, which when I think I'm funny, I think I'm funny, right? <laughs> so I'll just laugh at my jokes. This isn't even a joke. I just think it's funny. Give me a second. <laughs> and so all these people around the grocery store, just like they'll look, they'll stop and they'll look at me and be like, what the heck is this dude on? And I'll just, I'll make jokes about like the smell of foods or the looks of foods or I'll like say, who would eat that? As I watch somebody pick it up and put it in their cart and they'll get like a little bit offended, but it's stuff like that. And I do it partially for the strange looks, but partially because like these thoughts come into my head in the grocery store, all filters come off. I don't know what it is about the grocery store, but all filters come out and I just, anything that comes to my mind instantly comes out of my mouth, which may not be the best look. This happens in the grocery store. This happens at Target. This happens at pretty much everywhere I go that involves shopping it happens in the mall a lot more than I think it should. Um, now, all this to say, I've been talking for a little bit already, and you're probably thinking, okay, can you please get into the show title? Rob takes on going vegan, question mark. What is that? Are you going vegan? Are you talking about being vegan? Are you a vegan? Questions that all will be answered, and I'll start with this. No, I am not a vegan as of August 30th. 2018. I am a carnivore, omnivore, whatever you want to call me. I am definitely not an herbivore, but I'm about to be. Because in September, for the whole month from Saturday to Sunday, September 30th, I'm going to be on a plant-based diet. Straight vegan for a full month. I'm going to see if I can do it. And there's plenty of reasons why I'm doing this, and we'll get into those as well. But it is going to be a challenge, and I hope that you continue to tune in to hear about how that goes all month long. I'm sure the beginning of the month will be mostly complaints with a few like, oh, I found something really good that's actually vegan. What a surprise. But I'm hoping by the end of the month I've learned something. So I'm going vegan for a month because my fraternity big, Chowder, as he is so lovingly called, asked me about a couple weeks ago, he said, hey, let's go vegan for a month. I was viscerally against going vegan for a month. Here are my five reasons for why I'm going vegan for a month. First and foremost, I didn't want Chowder to do it by himself. I'm all about teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work, he asked. He said he was going to do it. And I don't like letting people do things like that by themselves because it's hard. And not saying that chowder would also fail miserably, but I know that things are easier when you do them with somebody else. And thus I agreed to do it. Reason number two, who knows? Maybe I lose some weight. Your boy's a little husky. Nothing wrong with that. However, I could use I could I could lose a couple of pounds. By a couple I mean like 20, 30. That would be awesome. 
Not a bad idea, and I think this might help. Probably because I'm going to be eating less, and maybe that'll promote eating less in the future when I add dairy and meat back into my diet in October. Reason number three, trying new things. Put simply, trying new things has been the kind of epitome of my life since I graduated college, and why not? When I was in college, I don't think I ate fruit at all. In fact, I know the only fruit that I ate consistently were grapes. I ate those probably every week. If you were to ask me before a few weeks ago, hey Rob, when was the last time you ate a banana or an orange or an apple or a pear? It would have been at least four, maybe five years ago. In fact, I don't think I've ever eaten a pear. So trying new things and adding fruit and vegetables back into my diet. I'm a big vegetables fan. I love broccoli. I love zucchini. Carrots when they're baked are okay. Number four, being healthier in general. It goes back to eating less, eating healthier, eating different, eating organic. If I could cut out some of those unhealthy things, unhealthy habits to promote being a little bit healthier, cool, awesome. I'm all for it. I'm on board. And last but not least, number five, it's great content. I'm going to be able to talk about being vegan for a month. And I know that for the greater part of that month, I'm going to struggle through it. And I'm going to try my best to do this. One for chowder, but two for you at home listening. Because I know you're listening right now and you're saying, no way. No way. There's no way that you can survive a month without eating meat or cheese or drinking milk. I think I could go a month without eating meat. In fact, if I can't survive this month of being vegan, it'll be because I can't give up cheese. Cheese is going to be the hardest thing for me to cut out of my diet. In fact, the dairy aspect as a whole is going to be harder, I believe, than giving up meat. That'll be the hardest thing for me. Now, if I can do this, I think I can do anything. I think that forever after this month, after September is over, for the rest of my life, I'll be able to say, oh yeah, I remember that time when I was vegan. And you'll be able to say, Rob, shut up. It was like a month. I'm like, yeah, but still. At the same time, it gives me a chance to walk a mile or a month rather in somebody else's shoes to really get an idea of what that vegan lifestyle is like and see how it goes. So my first guest this week is the man I'm doing this challenge, this journey, this adventure with. It's none other than my fraternity big. He goes by Chowder. His real name isn't Chowder for those of you at home. We might get into that today. Who knows? But without further ado, here's my first guest of the week, Timothy Chowder Richard. How are you, Rob? I am great. It's a great day for a great day, you know? It is a great day for a great day. Thursday morning, it's, uh, the sun's probably shining. I don't know what the weather's like. I can't predict that. So anyway, I mean, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm just not going to eat meat or dairy for 30 days. Okay, we'll start with that. Not eating meat and dairy for a month. Actually, no, I take that back. So I'm only doing this because you politely asked. Yeah. And I said no, to which you unpolitely asked. I, I believe I said, Rob, hey, let's do the thing. And you said no. And I said, why not? And you kind of caved after that. So and really I don't have know. a good, and really I have a good reason not to. While I may have caved relatively easily on this one, I am still, I have 
been relatively uneasy about the whole thing. You have. You have. You're very concerned about how you're going to survive for the next 30 days. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try my best. But, and I said this earlier in the show, I think being vegan is a huge, huge step. Like we couldn't have gone vegetarian for like a week and then gone vegan for another two. And then there's a, there's a motto from a movie about Navy SEALs that I like to live my life by. And that is anything in life worth doing is worth overdoing moderations for cowards okay well we're not cowards we're, all, we're gonna go all the way in all good things come in moderation chowder now going back to the i'm doing this because you asked me to why did you ask me to do this in the first place where did this idea come from so it's uh it's the end of the summer i uh, i have an office job we both do um i think it's safe to say being an adult it's easy to uh to say i'm gonna eat healthier and that lasts what two three weeks then eventually it's i'm gonna eat healthier but this one little thing is gonna be okay and it just kind of spirals and then you're eating back like crap again i'm gonna go to the extreme you know cut out all the meat all the dairy and then when you know after the month is up when we come back to it and the little treat becomes having a bowl of cereal with um you know milk not almond milk or having, you know, the hamburger instead of getting, you know, the double hamburger or whatever, you know, that becomes the treat. So it's kind of resetting, uh, resetting my palate um, and everything's easier to do with someone else. And that's ultimately one of the reasons I agreed to do this with you. One of the five that I've already gone over here um, in my monologue this episode, but that leads me to my next question. How are we doing this? I gave all of the, I said, all right, if we're doing this, you create the menu, you create the plan, just tell me what it is I'm doing. And the month starts in, uh, I'm sorry, uh, two days, I think. Let me look at my calendar. It's, yeah, two days. It's Thursday, August 30th. If you're listening and after I debuted the episode here on Thursday, it's might be Friday, August 31st. We might be a couple hours deep. We might be a couple days deep. We might be a week deep. Point is, we've started this thing. We've started planning, and I have no idea up until August 31st what, what the plan is. So how, please tell me, please tell me how I'm going to get to October 1st without dying. So um, I'm pretty sure I shared the Google Doc with you. If you want to go ahead and share that link on, uh, on whatever page you're broadcasting this with, people want to keep up with what we're eating. Um, um, but everything we're doing is going to be meal prep. So week one is already taken care of, uh, weekend one. Uh, should be taken care of. Um, and then I hit a wall because I didn't realize, you know, how much of the food I enjoy is meat and cheese. Yeah. I'm including some meals that are just meat and cheese. Uh, meatballs with some Parmesan on it. Delicious. <laughs> uh, I've been That's doing what a lot I mean. Of- how are we going to do? <laughs> Dude, we're, um, way, we're in way over our head. Yeah, but that's the fun part of being a grown-up is you can do stuff like this. In October, we're going to flip the challenge and only eat meat and cheese, no vegetables. I'm going to ask Peyton if she like, – I don't think Peyton's going to think that we can actually do this, but I'm asking Peyton later on in this episode how – like because you're telling me how I'm going to do it. She's going to tell me how I'm actually going to do it. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, she's a real-life vegan. She's a unicorn. She's a vegan in real life. I don't know if you've ever seen one. I don't know if you've ever seen a vegan in real life people, but it's spooky watching them go to a restaurant and eat. It's like, yeah, you are eating like a cow. 
So what I've actually planned on doing here, I've got organic vegan peanut butter. Okay. I've got peanuts and okay. I've got granola. Okay. Tons of granola, like 10 grams of protein a serving of granola and then cliff bars, which well, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy or not. Cliff bars are, are good. Um, don't eat like five of them a day. They are designed to block you up. So that could cause some problems for you. Um, one of the things that I'm doing is uh, vegan protein. Like, you know, what weightlifters who are vegans would do. I don't know if they exist. Um, but it's something you can buy at Target. Um, <laughs> it's a little on the pricey side. I think it's like 15 to $30 a canister. Um, but it's vegan protein. It's all plant-based. Um, either going to mix that with soy milk, almond milk, or just straight water. But that way to make sure I'm keeping my protein intake high because we're going to be eating a ton of fiber, more fiber than we've ever had in our lives. I hope you know that I'm counting the days to September's over. Well, like, you know that Green Day song, Wake Me Up When September Ends? I'm waiting. I want somebody to just wake me up on October 1st. Is that going to be your, uh, your alarm clock for the entire month? Just for the entire month. So anyway, Chowder and I are going on, I, I guess you could call it an adventure, a quest. I'm more looking forward to our next quest in December. We're going to have an episode on that later. I don't want to talk about it right now, but I'm looking forward to that quest. But Chowder and I are going on this adventure together, whatever you want to call it please follow along because I'm sure you will be thoroughly entertained as we struggle, at least as I struggle through the month. It's, oh, it's, it's going to be a struggle, but <sighs> it, we're going to be better for it on the, on the other side. I sure hope so. And I really, honestly, I hope my next guest Peyton Mills can really give me some actual real life tips that, because she's done it for a while now, close to a year. I think she's survived yeah, a year. I hope that she can help me out because otherwise I'm going to struggle through the entire month. But wish us luck, friends. You can follow along the entire journey. I'm hoping to have Chowder on at least one more time throughout the month just to check in, see how he's doing, see how I'm doing, compare. We'll make it a segment here in September. Rob takes on the vegan experiment. And uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe some good can come of this, right? You know, you might find out there's different meals that you like. You might discover a new vegetable you enjoy. Um, you might learn some new cooking techniques, some new recipes. Worst case scenario, you lose five pounds because you don't eat anything for the entire month. That sounds like college pretty, all over again. Sounds like a pretty good scenario. I've done that before. All right, Chatter, I'll go ahead and give you the final word. Any final thoughts on the conversation? It'll be an adventure. It'll... Uh, It'll be real. It'll be fun. It won't be real fun. Um, and, you know, it, food's hard, man. Sometimes you got to go to the extremes. So here we are. Oh, good luck, buddy. We'll catch up next week. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. So that was Chowder. Timothy Chowder Richard. You can follow him at Chowder60 on the Twitterverse, I'm sure he'll be tweeting about Rob takes on going vegan as he joins me 
I guess really as I join him on this adventure throughout the month of September. And uh, please, for those of you real life vegans out there, if you have any tips, I would greatly appreciate them. Now that takes me back to grocery shopping again, because one of the people I like to call when I'm grocery shopping, specifically over the past month or so as I've prepared to go vegan here, is one of my friends, Peyton Mills. Now I'm going to have Peyton actually on the show a little bit later in the month. I believe she's coming to visit me in the middle of the month in September. And we'll have her actually sit down and we'll talk about uh, her transition from Newport News to Nashville. We'll talk about being a vegan from my experience of two weeks to hers of almost a year. We'll talk about a couple of other things, but here is my conversation I had with Peyton about how I'm going to survive being vegan for a month. So enjoy. All right, so I know after the conversation I had with Chowder, you're all probably super eager to hear about what life is like from a real-life, actual vegan. And so I thought, what better treat than to bring one on for you this week? And so without further ado, I introduce to you the only vegan I know. I probably know others who are just hidden in the woodworks there, Peyton Halsey-Mills. Peyton, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, honestly, thank you, one, for taking the time out of your day to be on the show, because I know you're not super crazy about being here on the show, <laughs> uh, but most importantly, being on the show twice, uh, because <laughs> uh, I messed it up the first time. So I really do appreciate you not, not only taking 30 minutes out of your day earlier today, but doing it again here now. But um, I'm really bad at grocery shopping. Um, yes. And you're a testament to this because I often call you while I'm in the grocery store. I also call yes, Chowder. This is true. Um, but especially as of late, taking on adulthood, I don't really know how to navigate healthy food, if you will. Um, and so I really want to get into that, um, starting with the produce aisle. Honestly, like, what is the best way to navigate that produce aisle? Because up until maybe two weeks ago, and you walked me through it the first time, <laughs> I don't know, like, I was spooked when I saw the veggies taking the shower there, you shook. know, I was not ready. You were, you were very shook when that water turned on. I think you actually screamed into the phone. Okay. A little bit. You shrieked. There's a slight shriek. I very well might have shrieked. I wouldn't say screamed, yeah. In terms of navigating the aisle, um, I would just say just start, um, which seems kind of obvious, but just start um, start with fruits and vegetables that you like. If something looks cool, looks pretty, um, maybe you've seen it on other people's plates uh, and you want to try it, just grab one just to try. Um, and if you like it, then you can get one next week. But just kind of like uh -huh. going around and seeing what there is because a lot of people just kind of stick to the same things, grabbing bananas and apples and oranges maybe and then walking away. Um, so just kind of familiarizing yourself, I think, with the different produce that they have in that section would probably be the best thing to do. How long have you been a vegan? I became vegan last December, so almost 10 months. And so what led you to making that decision? Like, why are you doing this to yourself? And so I know a lot of people would ask, a lot of people might genuinely ask, like, okay, so like, why'd you decide to go vegan? Like, what kind of things led you to make that choice? I, for one, am asking, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> There's really three reasons that people go vegan. And for me, the biggest one was the environmental factor. 
um, but there's also a lot of health issues associated with it as well as um, just the the way that they treat the animals in the meat industry um, is quite baffling and especially when people start learning about the dairy industry and the meat industry um, it just made more sense for me to just cut it out completely it lined up better with my values but for some people it's just maybe cutting it back and having maybe one day of going meatless um, but that was just what I chose for myself. I just talked to Chowder earlier in the episode about how we're going to survive this month. We're going 30 days, no meat, no dairy, plant-based diet, right? Now, I asked Chowder how we're going to survive. And while he did answer the question, I'm not sure how, how realistic his response was, as he has never been a vegan before. So my real question for you is, how are we going to survive? Uh, I think it'll be easier than you think it is. A lot of people kind of have a different idea of what veganism or a plant-based diet is than what it really is. They see it as quite restrictive when, um, at least in my case, it really opened up a lot of doors in terms of food and what I was eating. Um, and when you, when I went plant-based, I think it really helped me realize more, like what more there was out there to eat um, and kind of helped expand what I thought of as food. Uh, which I thought was really interesting. I thought it was really fun actually to kind of experiment with different flavors and foods and things like that. A lot of other cultures, especially, uh-huh. um, don't use as much meat or cheese as we do. So if anything, go to those sorts of things, Chinese food, sushi, uh, Mexican, those all have a lot of options that you can start there and realize that there's a lot of plant-based options. Going into becoming a vegan, I mean, I know at least for me, um, I'm sure I can speak on Chatter's behalf as well. The beginning will not be easy. And I'm certainly not looking forward <laughs> to that first week or so. Um, what was the hardest part for you? I know for Chowder, he mentioned giving up um, meat was going to be hard. For me, I think it's going to be the dairy aspect. I think giving up um, cheese is going to be super hard for me to do. Um, but what was the hardest part for you? as you transitioned into this plant-based diet? I think similar to what you think. I think it was the dairy, just because of how many things do include dairy in them. Um, So I think that was hard, just learning to read the labels and figuring out what sorts of things have dairy in them already, and then finding a different alternative for it, whether that's a vegan milk or um, just another way to cook a dish without the cheese in it. Uh, But once I started doing that, I realized that I actually didn't really miss the cheese that much. A lot of vegan cheeses aren't really up there with regular cheese yet. So those aren't, they're not. not. I've already tried Um, (laughs) a couple and they're like sandpaper. Well, they're very, it's very different than regular cheese. So if you're going to want to ever try dairy, regular um, vegan cheese, I would say to try to go at least three weeks without having any sort of cheese whether it's vegan or regular cheese. and Because then, then you start forget to what it tastes it. like. Well, not really. It's just your taste buds actually change a lot when you start going more plant-based um, and you don't crave as much of the fatty fast foods that a lot of people eat in our culture. Um, and you'll learn to crave different things. So what are the biggest tips and tricks that Chowder and I could use Um, to kind of get through these beginning phases. Specifically, I know you mentioned the first 22 days. Yeah. So when I started, I did this program called Challenge 22. So it was just a 22-day challenge 
um, of veganism and anyone can join it. It starts at the beginning of every month um, and they just give you a lot of tips and tricks and recipes for how to start and also just support in general. Um, so that was helpful for me, but in terms of just regular tips, um, like I said, trying new vegetables. Um, if you don't really know how to cook very well or you just don't like cooking, go find, um, like I said, like a Chinese restaurant or even Mellow Mushroom, go out and get a veggie pizza, anything like that. A lot of restaurants are starting to cater more towards vegan and will have vegan specific items. So you don't have to be, um, a lot of people think it's annoying to kind of ask the servers like, oh, I don't want this or this and I want to add this or this to this. Um, so instead just find places that do have vegan dishes already. Um, go try those out and see what sorts of things that you like and don't like. So that way you're not buying them and making them and then saying, oh, this is the worst, I hate this. So I kind of want to get your perspective on what kind of things do you typically eat on a normal basis? I know uh, when we talked a little bit earlier, you mentioned most people just think vegans eat grass and lettuce. And <laughs> up until now, I even, I even still believe that vegans just eat grass and lettuce. So yes. please prove me, change my mind. Um, well, for example, right now, um, I was in the middle of cooking my dinner while I started my dinner. Um, tonight I'm making a veggie stir fry, so I'm making some brown rice, I'm sauteing a bunch of vegetables, adding in some garbanzo beans, um, also known as chickpeas, to get in some protein, um, and adding some soy sauce and garlic and ginger and just a few different spices just to give it some flavor. Uh, but it's really easy to make it. Other than the rice, it takes 15 minutes to throw together. Um, other days I'll eat maybe like a loaded sweet potato. I like sweet potatoes a lot. Um, uh, we've been really bad this summer eating a lot of desserts. So we've been having different desserts every single, every single night basically. Um, and so I think just realizing that there are vegan options out there, regardless of what you want. I know. That kind of leads me into my last question here. And you touched on it a little bit already, but I have a huge sweet tooth. I'm kind of a little bit worried that if I don't survive this month, it's going to be because that sweet tooth is what got the best of me. How did you find good vegan substitutes for things like chocolate or ice cream or on the flip side, substitutes for cheese? Well, it's definitely trial and error. Um, it's really just trying to figure out what you like and don't like. Ice cream is definitely one of my favorite desserts. And so, especially with the expanding market for people that are baby lactose intolerant, but not vegan, they are coming out with a lot more dairy-free flavors. So it's pretty easy to go to any grocery store and find a flavor. So whether you're a chocolate ice cream fan or peanut butter or coffee, they have a non-dairy version of it. So just trying to figure out what you like and don't like. Um, there's also you know, cheesecakes that are out there that are vegan, which I haven't tried, so I'm not gonna say if they're good or not. Um, okay. Yeah, there are, there are vegan cheesecakes. Um, last night, we made an ice cream cake for my sister before she left to go back to London. Um, we did um, an Oreo crumb crust and then put two different dairy-free flavors of ice cream in there. And, you know, Hershey chocolate syrup is vegan, so put some syrup on there and you've got a really, really good dessert that'll uh, satisfy that sweet tooth. Speaking of Oreos, that's where I want to end. Oreos are the sickest joke of a vegan food. And I mentioned this with Chowder and I'll mention it again here. I hate Oreos. And I know you're thinking, Why? what's wrong with you? Here's yeah, what is wrong with you? You don't understand the joys of milk. But I had milk for 22 years of my life. What's, so I do. <laughs> what's the point 
of an Oreo without milk. And don't you dare tell me that soy milk. So you do like Oreos. Yeah, yeah, but you have to have them with milk. You just said you didn't like Oreos. Yeah, they're Oreos, like what's the purpose of having a vegan cookie if you can't enjoy it because you need a non-vegan thing like milk to enjoy it at its best? It's milk's favorite cookie. Well, I've never eaten Oreos with milk. Okay. Well, you've also never lived. So (laughs) Chowder and I will be sharing our menu. uh, So if anyone wants to follow along, you're more than welcome to uh, join with us. And you're more than welcome to participate in Rod Takes on Going Vegan with us. We're starting here on Saturday, September 1st. All right. So Peyton, as we start to wrap up here, any final thoughts, well wishes here for us as we got on out of here and start this journey? Uh, definitely good luck. I think that you should go in with an open mind and it doesn't really seem like you have one so far. Um, but just go in it and don't think of it as being restrictive. Just think of it as maybe trying to find new ways of eating that you hadn't thought of before. Um, but I think it'll be fun. It'll be good. I've, I'm double checking the menus to make sure you're not going to eat anything that's that I wouldn't eat. Um, so I think that'll help too. Do you think we can do it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> there it is. That's the support. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> That's the support I needed. I'm going to go ahead and wrap the show up there. Um, it has been a pleasure once again. Thank you so much for tuning in to Rob Takes On. Uh, don't forget to follow The Vegan Adventure on Twitter using the hashtag Rob Takes On. And if you'd like, you can also follow my guests on Twitter this week. Peyton, what's your Twitter handle? Pmills1216. And Chowder, what's yours? At Chowda 60. At Chowda 60. And of course, I'm Hey It's Me Rob saying, it's not just a phase, Mom. And as always, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You'll find it's a pretty short list. Say goodbye, Chowder. Say goodbye, Peyton. Chowder? Peyton? Huh. I think they hung up. Kind of loses its touch when they're not in the room. Anyway, bye. See you next week. <laughs>